0: Joshua chapter, two. Joshua chapter 2. Joshua. Joshua chapter number 2. We'll also flip over to chapter number 6 after this. Read that. That should be fairly close. Joshua. And Joshua, the son of Nun, sent two men out of Shittim to spy secretly, saying, Go, view the land, even Jericho. And they went and came into the house of a harlot named Rahab and lodged there. And it was told to the king of Jericho, saying, Behold, (coughs) men came in here tonight from the children of Israel to search out the country. And the king of Jericho sent to Rahab, saying, Bring forth the men who have come to you, who have entered into your house, for they have come to search out all the country. And the woman took the two men and hid them and said this, Men came to me, but I did not know who they were. And it came to pass about the time the gate was being shut, when it was dark that the men went out. I do not know where the men went. Pursue after them quickly, for you shall overtake them. But she had brought them up to the roof of the house and hidden them with the stalks of flax that she had laid in order on the roof. And the men pursued after them on the way to the Jordan, to the fords. And as soon as those who pursued after them had gone out, they shut the gate. And before they lay down, she came up to them on the roof. And she said to the men, I know that the Lord has given you the land and that terror terror of you has fallen on us and that all the inhabitants of the land have lost hope because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt, and what you did to the two kings of the Amorites who were on the other side of the Jordan, Sihon and Og, whom were utterly destroyed. And as soon as we had heard these things, our hearts melted. No courage remained any longer in any man because of you. For the Lord your God He is God in heaven above and in earth beneath. Now, therefore, I ask you, swear to me by the Lord, since I have given you kindness, that you will show kindness to my father's house and give me a true sign and that you will save alive my father and my mother and my brother and my sisters and all that they have and deliver our lives from death. And the men answered her, our life for yours, if you do not utter this business of ours. And it shall be when the Lord has given us the land that we will deal kindly and truly with you. Then she let them down by a cord through the window, for her house was on the town wall, and she dwelled on the wall. And she said to them, Go to the mountains, lest the pursuers meet you, and hide yourself there three days until the pursuers have returned, and afterward you may go your way. And the men said to her, we will not be bound to this oath of yours that you have made us swear, unless, behold, when we come into the land, you bind this cord of scarlet thread in the window that you let us down by, and you bring into, bring into your home your father and your mother and your brother and all of your father's household, and it shall be that whoever goes out of the doors of your house into the street, his blood shall be on his head, and we will be guiltless. And whosoever is with you in the house, his blood shall be on our head, If any hand is laid on him, and if you utter this business of ours, then we will be free from your oath that you have made us to swear. And she said, According to your words, so be it. And she sent them away, and they departed, and she bound the scarlet cord in the window. And they went and came to the mountain and remained there three days until the pursuers returned. And the pursuers sought them throughout the entire way, but did not find them. So the two men returned and descended from the mountain and crossed over and came to Joshua the son of Nun and told them all that had happened to them. And they said to Joshua, Truly the Lord has delivered all the land into our hands, for even the inhabitants of the country have lost hope because of us. Chapter 6. Now Jericho was tightly shut up because of the children of Israel. No one went out, and no one came in. The Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given into your hand Jericho and its king and the mighty men of valor, and you shall surround the city, all you men of war, and go around the city once. You shall do this for six days, and seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of rams' horns before the ark, And the seventh day you shall surround the city seven times, and the priest shall blow with the trumpet. And it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall down flat, and the people shall ascend, every man straight before him. Skip down. Verse number fifteen. It came to pass on the fifteenth day that on the seventh day that they rose early around the dawning of the day, and they rent around the city seven times in this way. Only on that day did the priest blew with the trumpet. Joshua said to the people, Shout, for the Lord has given you the city, and the city shall be cursed by the Lord, even it and all who are in it. Only Rahab the harlot shall live. She and all who are with her in the house, because she hid the messengers that we sent. And you certainly keep yourselves from the accursed thing, lest you make yourselves accursed when you take of, take of the accursed thing, and make the camp of Israel accursed and trouble it. But all silver and gold and vessels of bronze and iron are consecrated to the Lord. They shall come into the treasury of the Lord. So the people shouted when the priests blew with the trumpet, and it came to pass... When the people heard the sound of the trumpet, and the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat, so that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city, and they utterly destroyed all that was in the city. Verse 22, but Joshua had said to the two men who had spied out the country, go into the harlot's house and bring out there the woman and all that she has as you swore to her. And the young men who were spies went in and brought out Rahab and her father and her mother and her brothers and all that she had. And they brought out all her family and left them outside the camp of Israel. Heavenly Father, Lord, as we approach this, this well-known story, we pray that we would just be encouraged and reminded of who you are. Give me the words to say. Help me to say it as you would have me to. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let me give you a rundown of this story. I know most of us have probably heard this story. If you've taught children for any time, you've pro- uh, you've probably taught this story to children. Joshua sends out two spies. These two spies go- are going to see the land, In the King James it says, and it's especially they're going to see, or especially they're going to see Jericho. They go and see Jericho. they spy out the land i don 't know if um, i don 't know if they climbed over the the, the the walls were at least ten feet tall some 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 historians said they could have been up to twenty or twenty five feet tall i don 't think they could have climbed twenty twenty five foot tall wall, but a ten foot wall maybe two men could do that i don 't know if they climbed the walls i don 't know if they these two spies hid themselves and, and their spies i mean They weren't, like, dressed in black suits and had cool gadgets and stuff, but they were still spies. Um, So I don't know if they were, like, dressed like Canaanites. Um, I don't know how they they got into there, but they get in there, and someone sees them. And the king obviously hears of this, and rumors spread throughout the land, and, and they find themselves eventually inside of Rahab, of Rahab's house. Did they know who Rahab was? I don't know, but there they are in Rahab's house. Rahab obviously had shown them some uh, um, kindness of some sort for them to, to to trust into her a little bit. She she hides them into um, this is, is it flax is that what it says? She hides them up upstairs. I'm just going to say under a bushel something like that. She hides them. Um, they're they're hiding and the king 's men are searching for the spies they they saw them they weren 't dressed right. maybe they 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 heard about them, and they heard that they went to rahab's rahab 's room rahab 's house they, they go into rahab 's house and hey, did, did, did the men come here and Rahab, oh yes, the men came in here, but they went that way. You need to go look for them, so the men go that way and look for them and she walks up uh, onto the top of the roof and say it 's okay they 're gone now. I've heard about your God. I've heard about how God has has allowed you guys to cross to Jordan. I've heard of what he, he did to Sihon and Og. And I heard about your God. And not only have I heard, but the city has heard. All of the men are afraid. She was fearful for her life. She knew that they Israelites are come. She knew that they were dwelling in the promised land of the Israelites. And she was fearful for her life. And she says, I'm afraid. I've heard. And she says, I've shown you this kindness. Will you show me kindness? Will you promise to me that when you come and destroy this city that I'll be safe? And, and they make their promise. And if you tie this cord on the side of the, 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 the wall and their promise is made, that we'll, we'll, we'll keep you safe in your house and anybody that's in your house. Rahab says, well, you go that way because the men I sent went that way. So you go that way and hide there for a couple days. The men go that way. They hide there for, I think it's three days. And then they go and tell Joshua all that happened. And Joshua chapter 3 happens. Joshua chapter 4 happens. Joshua chapter 5. Joshua chapter 6. They come. And there they are, the Israelites. Not just the spies now. Are there at Jericho? God had given Joshua special instructions on how they were to walk around the city once a day. This this walk would have known it would have easily taken at least an hour. And in this procession, this this march of with the trumpets and with all of the Israelites and with the the, the men of the um, the soldiers and the families, and I, I wonder if the children, and i some of the animals had to go along, and this procession of just walking around the city probably wasn't a brisk jog, hey, let's all go for a jog. It was probably a, a slow walk of a long time, and they had to do this not once, twice, three times four times, five times, six times. They had to do this for six days. And then on the seventh day, they had to walk. I don't like walking. I don't think anybody likes walking. We have cars. They walked around a city for seven times. Seven times they walked around the city. Once, twice, and they couldn't say anything. Joshua says, be quiet. Can you imagine? I don't, I don't know if they could talk when they get back to camp. I, I'm not sure about how all that worked, but I, I couldn't be quiet for the hour of walking around the city once. That would be impossible. Imagine being quiet for walking around the, the city seven times. And for what? You're walking. You, you know the good thing about walking, or the, what can make walking semi-decent, is if you're on the phone and you get to talk to someone, so you're not thinking about walking, or if you get to like joke with someone that's next to you and you're like yeah did you see that uh, they're just walking no talking no nothing walking i would be bored i would be questioning everything that i'd be questioning joshua for sure it was a a weird command that they had to do But they walk around the city for six times. And Joshua says, shout. And all the people shout. And the trumpets blow. And the walls of the city, all of the walls of the city fall flat. All the walls, but one wall. Or one segment of a wall. Where Rahab's red scarlet, where she let them in, down was lying, and that 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 part of the wall. So all of the, the 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 walls except one fell. And I know you know the story, and I know the story. But think about the structural integrity of a wall. If if we were to tar- all not that wall, this is cement. If we were to all try to find a wall and to try to tear it down, do you know how hard it would be for us to tear down? you know we could do it, like. With a, with um with a, what are those people called? Smart people that draw stuff up, architects. We could probably do it with architect's help and to knock down like all of the walls of this church without that wall falling down, we probably could do that. But you know how hard it would be if we wanted to come in with like a, just like a bulldozer and just knock down all the walls and just have, leave that one perfectly intact? I don't think that would, I don't think it would happen. I don't think it would work. All of the walls, yet one fell. W- one segment of all. It's amazing. Rosario, I know all this. I know this story. Yeah, I know. And I, this next point, that I, the, the, the one thing that we're really, this is the one thing we're preaching on tonight. It's one point, and we're going to build onto it. This is a very, very complex point. Would you help me out? God, thank you, God does miracles. I, I know, you know that, I know that. We worship the God of miracles. Uh, I, I, Samara just used the word miracle. God does miracles. So what? So what? God the God that we come and we worship on, a, on Sunday morning, the God that we worship on Wednesday night, the God who we have access to through Jesus Christ, who we can talk to on a daily basis, who we can bring our needs. This is not just uh, the, the, a lowly king. He's not just uh, uh, some made-up God. He's not just a small God who, who has a little bit of power. This is the God who is the creator of the universe. This is the God of Joshua. This is the God that we serve. When we pray and we say, God, would you help this need? God can heal a need. God can take away cancer and make the doctors not understand. God can destroy this world in like that. God could. God has all powerful, all power. God... Has all power, and we have access to God. If this was some human being uh, that you and I were connected to, who is all powerful, perhaps um, some wealthy man in in a, in a state of power who 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 just was. Plenty knowledgeable, we and, and like to help people. We would be introducing our friends that needed something. Matthew, if we had a friend that was hurt, we'd say, "Here, come over here. I want to meet. I want to introduce you to this man. He'll help you." Oh, oh, you. Hey, no, no, no. You stay there. You need help too. Here, 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 here. Let me introduce you to this person. Here, oh, oh, wait. I have a need too. Can you help me with that? And then he would help. If we had needs, and, the, and we had maybe, maybe a nurse, stay there, stay there, stay there, maybe a nurse, maybe a nurse, we had a financial need, and we're like, man, things aren't going so great, and, and we had access to him, I could say, hey, let me introduce you to this person, he's got a lot of money, well, you know, I don't know anybody that's wealthy enough, or powerful enough, Or strong enough physically that that, they can help you. But you and I, and all of us, we serve a God who does miracles. How often, you guys can take a seat, how often do we go to Him in prayer and sincerely believing, God, I have this need. God, I have this want. God, this person is hurting in this way. You have the power. God, you are able. God, this is your son. This is your daughter. This is my friend. Please help. God cares. We can cast all our care upon him, for he careth for you. God cares. God does miracles. If God can take down the walls of Jericho, God can do a miracle in your life. God can change that person's heart that you think cannot be changed. God can provide for you in a way that you seems just too big. God can heal your broken heart. God can bring back that wayward son. God can do the insurmisable task. There is nothing too big for our God. Do you believe that God can? Do you cast your cares upon him? He cares for you. God does miracles. And the next thing I want to see from this story, Tim, you'll have to help me out. In his timing and in his way. This is not the fun part. See, the, the, the walls of Jericho fell. But I don't think everybody wanted them to fall after they had walked around the city for six plus seven, 13 times. I don't, think that's what the, I don't think that's what the people wanted. I think the people wanted to walk into Israel and just to have it. Because people are people. We're lazy. That's simple. I don't think that they wanted, I think they probably would have been better, they would have been happier if they had only had to walk around Israel once for one day. Then they would have got to see God work. They'd be like, yeah, I had to obey God, and I had to walk around the city once, but, but they had to walk around for seven days. You know, there's things in our na- lives, and there are things in our needs that sometimes we pray for for a day, a week, a month, a year, two years, three years, five years. Waiting, waiting, and waiting. Waiting is not my specialty. But we can wait on a God who is in control. See, God is still in control during the times of wait. When it ta- when at times when we he's, it, sound, it, it sounds like he said no, or when at times when we've prayed to him and he hasn't given us the answer we're waiting for, or at times we're praying for that wayward son, or at times we're praying for that, that, that fi- just for, for financial freedom, or, 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 or we're working towards financial free freedom and praying for, or we're praying for, for this person to be saved, or we're praying for health. Sometimes, some times, all the times, his ways are not our ways. But we can trust him. I don't I don't know about you, but God's been good to me. And I've been following God for a short little while. And in that short little while, God has showed me so much goodness that you know what I want to do for the rest of my short little while? is I just want to follow him some more because he's just good. I I don't necessarily want to beat you up this evening. I just want to remind you that if you follow God and if you love God, you have access to the God who loves you and cares for you. Does that mean your life's going to be easy peasy and never have trials? No, 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 no. In the end... One day after death or when Christ comes, we will live with him and reign with him forever, and that will be miraculous. That will be amazing. But God is good, even in the hard times when we're waiting and we're trusting in him. God is good. God does miracles in his timing and in his way. Tim, um, you can you can go ahead and and go to the next slide, that are perfect. Because not only was it just a miracle that the walls fell flat, because the walls fell flat, and that that would have been a miracle to see. Just to watch any building, any building, let alone a whole city, just to watch it, just in in an instant, just to watch it go, would be amazing. But to watch a whole building go flat and have one little wall just sticking up, would be all the more puzzling. How often I come to God and I pray to him about this need that I have, and sometimes I have to wait for this need, and it's been a hard wait. Um, I wish I could be very specific. I'm not one that remembers a lot of things, but I, I think about the time when I had to um, put an offering on on the house that we were in, and I had to wait after I put that offer in. And it was 48 hours. I'll tell you what. It was the longest two days of my entire life. That's all I could dream about. That's all Deborah and I could talk about. That's all I could think about. I couldn't look at other houses. All I could think about was the house that I'm in now. Why? Because I wanted the house. I had to wait. And I prayed for that house. And I asked God for this house. And now I'm in the house. And tell you what. The house, for me, at this point, right now, is perfect. There's little things, and it's the little things that sometimes I just, I forget. But I remember thinking in the past week or two, wow, I really like that about this house. I never noticed that. Have you ever noticed that often God works out not just the big problem, but like, all of the details fall in place. So many Christians leave those things like up to chance. Or they think they're up to chance, that everything just fell in place. Perhaps that's just God. That maybe, maybe your day has been going bad, and you prayed that God would help you have a better day, and that things would happen, and then from that point on, just little details, the little things changed. Things that, that maybe your boss said something that, man, he would never say that to me, or a friend called you, or, or you opened up, uh, you, you you found an extra five dollar bill, and it just made, made your day, and God knew you needed that. God works out these, these little details. Maybe, maybe you hit an extra green light instead of a red light. Um, God works out these little details and God works out these things that that just make us happy. You say, is that all God cares about? No. But he is our father. And as, as a father, one of the things I really care about, not only, and not solely, definitely not solely, but one of the things I do care about is that my kids are happy. I don't want them to live awful lives. I try to make it good for them. Now, I, I do try to grow them and, and change them and mold them and push them through hard times. But there's also times with my, my, my Emma and my Addie and my Leo that I want to give them a special treat. Why? I don't know. don't like they're that great. They're gra- that great to me, and I love them, but they're not, that, they're not perfect. They're just my children, and I love them. And if I have that much love for my children, my physical children, I don't have a lot of love in my heart. But I serve a God who has all of the love, who is love. And God loves you. And I don't know what it is in your life. I don't even know why I'm preaching this. But I just want to encourage you. God does miracles. God wants to do a miracle in your life say, what is it? I don't know. Is it going to be something drastic? I don't know. Is it going to be something big? I don't know. But God wants to do something with you. He wants to do good things to you. God, God, God wants to grow you and change you and mold you. But God also wants to love on you. Let me encourage you, church, just to remain faithful to him. He's a good God. He loves you. He will do miracles in his timing and in his way. They're just right for you. I hope tonight that you are encouraged, that you are challenged to follow him and love him more. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for your love for us. I thank you so much for your miracles. Lord, for the the big things that you provide for us, for the little details that you work out. God, I pray that even tonight that you would just re- encourage us to keep on serving you. In Jesus' name.